Hello everyone, this is Aurus Julius Sanchez here, your host of Converse With Anyone, Anywhere. And I'm also here with my other amazing host, Aliza Abramson. And today's question that we're going to analyze is a question that you can use to really get to know people and learn and get indirect information from them, which we will discuss today on this episode. The question is, what has been your latest achievement and why are you proud of this achievement? Why? It's a very simple question. Every single one of us, we have either asked this type of question or we have been, or people have asked the same question to us. But now let's go into more details. Hi, Elisa. How are you? Good. How are you? I am doing excellent. I'm ready for this exciting question. What's your opinion on this question? And what do you think you can, like, what, what can you learn from someone if you ask this question? So I actually love this question. Um, even before I started speaking with you, I actually used to ask this question to a ton of people because you can really learn a lot about a person mm -hmm. from this question. Um, one of the things that I used to love learning about people is their value system from this question. Let me explain. Please. Different people are proud of different things. For example, um, a weightlifter might be proud of being able to lift 120 pounds, whereas someone else might consider that as like nothing, and they're proud of being able to write a whole series of books. Mm. Um, it's like the phrase, like, one man's uh, trash is another man's uh, castle, or treasure. 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 Um, so the same thing with our values, the same things with uh, what we're proud of, the th same things that motivate us. Each of us are so different. So all of our values are completely different. So what I find important might be uh, completely unimportant to someone else. So when you go up to someone and you ask them, okay, what's your latest accomplishment? What are you proud of? You get kind of like a glimpse into their value system. You see what they see as something to be proud of. And based off of that information, you can go into a million directions in that conversation. For example, let's say someone says, oh, I just ran a marathon, right? Okay. You can see that this person is health oriented. Um, you could see that this is something that they just accomplished. They've been working towards this. Um, so you can ask them about their journey, what motivated them to do that. So you can start to learn about, okay, what is important to this person? Um, or you can go to someone else and they say, oh, I just started my own business. Or someone else can say, oh, I just, um, I just created a massive piece of art. So all of these different things can show you different elements of what this person values, what's important to them. Um, which is incredibly useful in any conversation you might have. Mm. Everyone that's listening, please go back and take notes on what Eliza said. It's so crucial, you're right, to... This is why we, we came up with this concept that we wanted to talk every day about questions that you can ask people and take information from them that they're probably not really telling you. Because when you ask these questions, that's when you get to see people's true personality. You get to get a glimpse into their mm -hmm. heart, into their mind, into what they think it's important. You know, it's interesting. I also, uh, I also um, believe on what you said. But it's interesting that if I were to ask this question, I would try to see other things. Mm -hmm. For example, if I'm conversing with someone... And they're telling me that they have goals, that they want to accomplish this, they want to accomplish that, they want to open up their own business, they want to write a book, whatever their goal is. Then, later on during the question, not actually, not back to back, I won't ask them this question back to back. Mm -hmm. If they just told me their goals, I'll ask them later on, once, once, the, once those emotions of adrenaline and feeling like, I want to do this, I want to do this. Once those feelings have gone a little lower, I'll ask them, what has been your latest accomplishment and why are you proud of it? Hmm. 
or some type of variation, but I'm asking this question. I'll see their answer. I'll see how long it took them to answer Mm -hmm. because now I'll see, was it something that they just did? Was it years ago? Was it a week ago? Was it today? Was it yesterday? Mm -hmm. Right? And not only that, I'll also see what was their accomplishment because if they want to open up their own business, but they're saying my latest accomplishment was that I finished playing Nintendo 64 Mario Super Brothers or Grand Theft Auto, then I know most likely they're all chit-chat. They're all talk, Mm -hmm. but they're no action because if someone's trying to open up their own business or someone's trying to write a book, you have to make sacrifices and you probably won't have time to do other things because if you really want to accomplish that goal, you got to start, you got to take little baby steps or get on the road to getting to your ultimate goal, as they say. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I'm always looking at. I'm looking at, do they have ambition? Do they have hustle, right? And I can tell that by their accomplishments and by the previous talk of what their goals are. And I start to put bridges together. And I also think for those of you who are listening, this is a great question to ask if you're dating someone. 100%. Um, One thing that I wanted to build on actually what you were saying is the timing of what they say. Like, for example, let's say you ask someone this question like, okay, what's been your latest accomplishment? And they sit there and they think and they think and they think and then they think some more. It's not easy for them to come up with what their latest accomplishment is. So they got to think they're thinking back. They're like, "Well, what have I accomplished? What have I really done?" So this can be either two things. Either this person has uh, no self-esteem and they just don't think anything that they do is an accomplishment or they just really don't accomplish too much in their life. So, especially where you were talking about in the dating concept uh context where you need to find out if this is a person that you're going to mesh with. If you know that you're an, amb- an ambitious person and this person doesn't seem like they're as ambitious as you, this is a very good way to tell because ambitious people are constantly going for those accomplishments, constantly going like, okay, I just got this. What's my next step? What's my next step? And it's interesting that you you, you mentioned this because, again, there's a person for everyone, right? Everyone has different personalities. And we're not saying, everyone who's listening, we're not saying that being ambitious is the best personality trade. No, and we're not saying that that's, everyone should be like that. Because, you know, if you're a laid-back person, you love watching Netflix, right? And you love your life, you like simplicity, and you want to just live a humble life and just not do a lot, then that's completely fine as long as you're happy and you're not complaining about it. But also... That concept of, of like, you know, when you're going out, when you're trying to meet someone, they say, you know, that uh, you should always try to find someone who's completely different from you, which, by the way, that is not completely true. There could be some differences because differences can create interest, can create some good tension, but its similarities is what really bonds people together. So on, on your, okay, you want to say something about that? So I think that it's all extremely subjective, actually, in that regard about whether someone wants differences or similarities. I think that there are different types of differences. Like, for example, there can be like serious, insurmountable differences, like your complete moralities are completely different or one believes in polygamy, one believes in monogamy. Those are big differences that, okay, maybe you should look for similarities there. Um, But small differences like maybe one person is more laid back the other person is more like okay let's hustle a little bit it really depends on the personality of the individual people like are they expecting the other person to the same be the same or are they going to judge that other person for being different so all of that i think is a little bit more subjective and we can't really say like "Mm, you should probably go for this you should probably go for more similarities it could be that for some people similarities works perfectly it could be for other people differences work perfectly so it really depends on each person individually 
I think that if you're the type of person who is ambitious and you hustle, most likely, I'm not saying always, but most likely you cannot be with someone who is the complete opposite, who is more laid back. Let's do Netflix and just relax. Let me just let me just, you know, do my things at home. I don't think so because I mean, I'm not saying that person has, has to match the same level or be as ambitious. But there has to be some type of ambition. It doesn't have to be the same, but there has to be. Because someone who's very goal-oriented is always on the on the get-go. It's always on what's next. Let's continue. Let's continue. And if your partner is dragging you, there will be some fights. Now, um, now I do agree with what you said. Big differences is better to go. If it's a huge difference, right, then a lot of times it's not going to go well, right? But, of course, small differences. I mean, everyone's always going to be different. No one's exactly the same. But now you need to measure which differences you you you're you rather you know go with, mm-hmm. or which similarities would you rather go with or not go with, and vice versa with differences. That's why I think this is a great question to ask because, like you mentioned, you get to get a glimpse into are they goal oriented like me, or do they hustle like me? How's their work ethic, right? Or do or is the personality different? It's not something you would think to ask about on a date, but it's a huge part because so much of our lives nowadays are involved in work and career that it does affect your relationship in a lot of ways. Especially if someone doesn't have a proper work ethic, or they're always showing up late to work, or things like that, that does have a huge effect. No, and of course, and you know, a lot of people, you know, they want to get to know someone else, but so they have to know the good and the bad. So. We, a lot of people are scared to ask intimidating questions. I mean, of course, I don't think on a first date you want to you want to ask people, "Hey, how many kids do you want in the future?" I don't think that's the best question to ask. You shouldn't like interview them. Uh, definitely, definitely, a hundred percent, yes. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you don't want to do that. But I do think that early on you should ask, you know, thought provoking questions that can give you glimpses into the person's personality and their way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely one of them. So that's why I think this is a phenomenal question to ask. Yes, and there's definitely different techniques you can use on a date to make it not sound so intimidating when you ask this these type of thought-provoking questions to make them sound more playful and less like you're interviewing them 100% we should definitely do that for another episode guys <laughs> yes we caught you guys this is a cliffhanger uh, guys we really appreciate you guys listening mm-hmm. do you have any last words Lisa I hope you guys all enjoyed I hope you learned something and I hope to see you guys next time Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. And of course, till next time.